0: Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs, right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins 5 San Antonio, your official TV station in San Antonio for the silver and black. Glad to have you back. Hope you had a good weekend. Just a quick disclaimer, this episode of Lockdown Spurs is recorded before the Spurs-Bucks Saturday game, so hopefully they got a win and you're celebrating it now. If they got a loss, well, maybe you shouldn't be surprised. But we're going to be talking exactly about that, the losing streak as well as Primo going to the G League. And I know we talked about G League Primo earlier or last week in Lockdown Spurs, but now we're bringing in the fan. It's a new fan episode, and this fan is going to be talking about the losing streak, Primo in the G League, and much, much more. And to rep the entire fan base is Zach Escamilla, frequent fan guest right here on Lockdown Spurs. Zach, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. I hope you had a good weekend.
1: Oh, I did have a good weekend, Jeff. You know, just enjoying the uh
0: the dad life. Well, I've always been
1: enjoying Congratulations, the dad life by the way. Again, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, my daughter, she's um she's very chill, you know, it's a much different experience than uh with my son that's almost five. My daughter is just very relaxed and uh you know, she's even uh been very chill to watch the Spurs games with me. So that's been nice. She hasn't been crying because of all the losses? Uh, she looks a little concerned, you know. She'll, she'll <laughs> see me if I drop an expletive and just kind of wonders what the hell's going on. But <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: uh, but other than that, you know, it's been nice. All right, that's good. Uh, well, again, congratulations on the newborn. Um, hopefully uh, you'll teach her the ways of the force, Zach. Be a mighty Jedi. Oh, I will. Yeah. So just hopefully, you know, by the time she's old enough to realize what's going on, the Spurs can get it together a little bit. By the time, yeah, by the time she's aware, maybe they already picked up a couple first round picks, like in the top ten, maybe at the rate they're going. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, that happens. So, you know, Zach, you are the fan guest here. What do you want to talk about first? What are fans thinking about Primo or the losing streak?
1: I think let's talk about Primo because that seems to be a hot, uh, hot button issue right now.
0: All right, let's get into it. Uh, The Spurs last week announced that uh, rookie Josh Primo is going to be with the G League Austin Spurs. Um, You know, of course, you know, that that take it for what that will, whether that means he's just with their training cap going to spend a week or two, maybe the entire season. We just don't know. But needless to say, Zach and the rest of the fan base were not too happy. Is that a a fair assumption, Zach?
1: Yeah, and I think definitely since I, I came back to Twitter and I'm really able to see, you know, more commentary on, you know, folks' thoughts on this situation, I just wanna put it out there that I do understand um the argument for him going to Austin. I, I, I definitely understand where people are making the argument that he's gonna at least get some minutes and some minutes is better than nothing. I mean I, I that makes perfect sense. Um you know, I'm not hating on that, but I just don't agree with it Jeff because I mean in my opinion the 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 level of talent in the NBA versus the level of talent in the G League and this is no disrespect to anyone that's busting their butt in the G League, but come on, let's let's be honest. Uh that would be like putting me out there on an eight-foot rim against a bunch of fifth graders. Of course, I would look like Shaq out there, but <laughs> I'd be playing against kids. And maybe it's not that quite severe of a drop-off I'm embellishing, but the point is I really do believe that people in general, no matter what your job is, learn best when you're just thrown right into the fire. At least that's been my experience. And even if it's just him uh, observing uh, the pros, you know, even if he is just getting spotting in it, I think he could still definitely learn a lot. The kid has talent. It's not like it's going to magically go away, but overall from the fan perspective, it seems uh maybe like a 70, 30 split where most fans, they are upset about it. But then you also have that segment that say, Hey,
0: let's, uh let's let the kid get some run
1: and right. we'll see what happens.
0: No, now on on Primo's end, when he spoke to media, and I get it, and what is he, he's not going to sit there or stand there in this case and scream and yell and get upset and call out the Spurs, but you know he's open to it. I mean, he has no choice; he's going to go, and you know he's looking for the reps. He said this is the path that he wants to be on. He acknowledged how it's been successful for other players that are currently with the Spurs or past Spurs. So he's saying all the right things, but Zach, it. Are fans more upset? Is it because simply because this is a developmental rebuild season? Maybe a couple more of these rebuild seasons. So why not throw them out there? Yeah, no, one hundred percent on that, Jeff.
1: Because if, if, if I think you had tweeted out uh, that quote from Pat about this being uh, a developmental year, and if that's the case, you have your your lottery pick. And yes, I know he's only eighteen. And, yes, I know Pop maybe just be looking out for his best interest, not trying to, uh, you know, throw him out in the fire too soon. But the kid clearly has displayed confidence. And if if this is about developing your guys and you're expecting to lose, why not let the kid show what he can do, uh, especially against the Mavericks, Jeff, you know that game where the Spurs had a 20-point lead. Uh, there was some, a lot of offensive possessions there, especially in the first quarter uh, through early second quarter. They went almost seven minutes without a bucket. You're telling me a guy like Josh Primo, who's been known as a scorer, couldn't have uh, helped uh, uh, ease that bleeding there, and or stop right. the bleeding, I should say. So it just doesn't. It, it seems a little bit. Um, like pops contradicting himself a little bit. Say if it's about developing your guys, I mean, the 11th pick, a lottery pick, sent to Austin or, or the 12th pick, what was he, the 11th or the 12th? I
0: always get it. He right was uh, number that. 11.
1: Okay. So the point is, he was their lottery pick, and it, it just doesn't make sense to me, Jeff, because remember. When, Excuse me, I'm sorry,
0: he's number, he was number 12. I'm sorry, my mistake. Okay, I'm thinking of Devin Vassell. Yeah, 11 or 12, is, he, you know, the whole point you is know what, you, know you She put, put him out there.
1: Because he, he wears number 11, so that, right. that, that's what's going yeah. um But what I'm getting at is in, in prior years when the Spurs were sending guys to the G League, it, it made sense. I mean, it wasn't something that I think a lot of fans were happy about because, you know, the rookies are the new shiny toys. We want to see them out there playing. But there was Tim Duncan, there was Monte Ginobili, there was Tony Parker. Uh, it, it made sense because we were in contention as a team, and the fact that the Spurs are not even close to contending right now, and you got this high lottery pick, your your highest since you know Tim Duncan. Why not give this kid some run because he's clearly displayed that confidence that I just mentioned. So that's why, again, fans are upset thinking, well, what's going on, Pop? If this is about developing our guys, here we go. We've got this fresh-faced kid, literally. He looks like a kid, Jeff. I know no, a he, he Primo. Does. I mean, even my wife said, Zach, he looks like he's 12. <laughs> so, <laughs> But but he's got confidence, and what is he? Six six? He's still growing, maybe. Yep. So, yep. Um, I I think I even saw a comment. Somebody said he looks like uh, a, a young J.R. Smith, but without the knucklehead tendencies. Um, and hey, young J.R. Smith was a really good player. I know that folks he was. will always you know bag on him for you know that pass in the finals with LeBron and that meme. But the guy was was a pretty darn good player. So if if Primo could be like a J.R. Smith with that confidence, a young J.R. Smith without the knucklehead tendencies, I think we'll take that um, every day of the week. So, again, it it would just be nice to see him get some run here in the pros as opposed to playing against, you know, off-duty firefighters and, you know, ice cream truck drivers in Austin.
0: But I mean there is the argument, and I think I think fans should be aware of this that if he balls out, you know, he forces the Spurs to, you know, bring him back. And even so, Zach, if the Spurs decide to recall him, he'll probably still be on that bench, wouldn't he? General managers ask questions to find the right players, like do they have ice in their veins? When you're hiring, you can use indeed assessments to help make sure you find the candidates with the skills you need. When hiring gets hard, you need Indeed, the job site that makes hiring incredibly simple. Just attract, interview, and hire. With Indeed, you can do it all hiring in one place, even interviewing. With Indeed's assessments, choose from 135 skill sets to help make sure you're finding applications from people with the skills you need. According to TalentNest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. More than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And don't just hope for the perfect candidate you'll find. Indeed's hiring tools help you cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked. Indeed.com slash locked. Offered valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Does this sound familiar to you? You get one device that lets you uh, catch the game live? Another that lets you stream your favorite shows while you watch sports highlights on your phone and you got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Yeah, we all been there. Well, I want to talk to you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you just watch now your favorite sports movies and all the shows in one place that means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever, ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package.
1: probably. I mean, yeah, he probably would, but um, you know, like against the Mavericks, uh, Bryn Forbes, to his credit, he kind of had some moments on defense where he looked lost and out of sorts, which, you know, hey, that's nothing new. That's not his M.O., but he he was scoring the ball, and when he's scoring the ball, um, you know, that kind of offsets his defensive shortcomings, but um, I think if you were to insert Primo in those minutes um, just to see what he can do, even if that was only five to ten minutes a game, I still think those five to ten minutes a game would would still do wonders um, for his confidence just to show that he does belong with the big club. Mm-hmm. Because, Jeff, I mean, look at all the, the, the guys that have spent time in the G League. I mean, wasn't Luka Simonic Averaging like twenty plus, like a double double in Austin, and that, and then he got waived. And good for him. He got picked up by the Knicks. But the point is, if you're a first round talent, you should be tearing it up against the G Leaguers. Again, no disrespect to these guys, but if you are a first round talent and you're not tearing it up against the G League, then I would be concerned.
0: So, yeah, for me, Zach, though, is like. I don't think fans should have been that overwhelmingly shocked. I mean, they shouldn't have. I mean, that's the Spurs' history; they send their mm-hmm. kids to get developed. So to see this outcry, uh, it, it was it was for me, it was just close. It was just like I get it, but also I also get the San Antonio side. It was like right there in the middle, and I lean towards not sending him to the G League for the entire rookie season. I'm okay with maybe a month or two. That that's fine but you got to get in that NBA reps. And if he is part of this rebuild in San Antonio, how does stashing him in Austin for an entire season, helping the rebuild in San Antonio, Zach? It, it, I don't see how it does help um, I, I, because I mean, right now, I think the Spurs
1: are trying to figure out who's going to belong, like who's going to stay here beyond this year. You know, there, I mean, right now, they got a lot of young guys. I'm still actually kind of shocked that Thaddeus Young is still on the team right now. No disrespect to him. I know there's been a lot of trade rumors, but I really thought Pop would have been playing him more because you, you know, as well as I know, and everyone knows, Pop loves his vets, but yet he's been playing, um, you know, guys like Drew Eubanks ahead of Thad Young, which, you know, that's another story altogether, but you look at this roster and, you know, the most grizzled veteran they have outside of Thad Young is what Doug McDermott is. So Mm -hmm. um, it's a really young team. And I know that's exciting, but I I guarantee that the Spurs are trying to figure out who do we extend? Who do we look to trade the Who do we want to keep around? I mean, we know Lonnie Walker didn't get that extension. Um, He's going to try to prove himself this year. So there's a lot of question marks. And it would be nice to see Josh Primo play with some of these guys so that we can determine does he fit with these cats or more so do they fit with him? Um, is he on, are any of these guys going to be uh, complimentary to Josh or is he going to be complimentary to them? I think those are some questions that we should get some answers to this year, whereas I don't see how we're going to get any answers if he stays in Austin.
0: Well, I think if anything, the answers you will get in the short term is if he's NBA ready and if he's, you know, just decimating the competition in the G League, then he is NBA ready. What about this, Zach? What about putting it on the Keldon Johnson plan? And Kelden and of course, there are different circumstances, the pandemic, but Kelden was there for maybe just, you know, about, a few, about four or four, four, five months before they recalled him and then they just kept him on the roster. What about that kind of plan? I mean, maybe, uh,
1: but but again, I mean, with Kelvin Johnson, I'm trying to think back. You know, I'm getting old, Jeff, so I'm trying to remember who was on the roster. I mean, you still had Lamarcus Aldridge, obviously, uh, Rosen. yeah. So you know, the Spurs were still in. Uh, we think we can kind of contend mode <laughs> with those players, and I mean, hey, DeMar's first year, LMA, they did make the playoffs, pushed Denver to Game Seven. Um, I remember that. So I think they were just kinda like, all right, well, let's kinda we can maybe afford to wait and see with this guy. So I, I think it is a little bit different circumstances now. Um again, it just this team is so young, Jeff, and Josh is young. I just don't see any downside to throwing him out there with the rest of the youngins. I mean, they're gonna lose together, they're gonna win together.
0: Yeah. And it it, it, build, it builds instant chemistry with his San Antonio teammates. It uh, gets them familiar with him, and vice versa. Pop can see where he is on the NBA level. But I'm okay with it again, as long as they don't stash him the entire rookie season. Because yeah, that would if, be a travesty. Yeah, because if it's if it's already like past the All Star break and this team is doesn't even have a prayer for the play in game, then why not to throw him out there? You know, just see what happens. See what he can do. And I think that's the way to go. But overall, it sounds like the Spurs fans are upset about the announcement that Primo is going to the G League. Hey, but it'll make some for some great Austin games, Huzek.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're gonna have that Bring Your Dog Night uh, to the game. Uh,
0: <laughs> that should be <laughs> exciting.
1: Bring your dog and go see uh, Josh Primo. So. There
0: you go. All right. There you go. All right. In other uh, fan hot topic news, the losing streak, and again, make, Zach and I are making it very clear this is recorded before the Milwaukee gang, Uh that's out in Milwaukee. Likely, Zach, they're probably going to get the the L. Be competitive and yeah. then get the get the L. But uh, you know, whether they win or lose, the fact of the matter is they're losing more than getting wins. It, this is expected. This should have been expected, Zach. But our fans embracing the losses are they flipping tables or are they just kind of indifferent
1: i think you have a minority set of fans that are thinking you know what it's all part of the plan we're going to get paulo banchero or chet holmgren let's just um look at the positive that some of these guys are showing flashes and we're going to get that number one pick this year and you know, it'll be great. You know, let's just weather the storm. I think you have that very small minority and then you've got another portion that is kind of like, Hey, I told you so. No vets means more L's. Um, So they're not shocked. And then you have other fans that are just frustrated because this team has been so competitive and they've been, you know, in every game, they've had leads in every game. They've had opportunities to win. I mean, they're one in, right now, for the Bucks game, they're one in four, Jeff, but they could easily be 5-0 and oh, had, you know, a couple things, you know, the ball went in or a couple less turnovers here and there, a couple made free throws. Um So they've been right there. It's not like they've been getting their asses kicked. And I think some folks see that and... And it's equal parts frustrating, but it's also equal parts exciting knowing that, well, we may be on to something, we just need more time.
0: Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, You can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Bilt Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the Grasshopper Cookie or Raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's built.com, 15% off once again at built.com. And again, you know, when you look at the schedule, Spurs fans should have realized that this was more likely the scenario you know, just getting uh, L's and they're doing that. But it is the whole, you know, we're competitive, we're competitive kind of thing, getting on Spurs fans' and nerves because it's almost like you could just repeat uh, any lockdown Spurs after a loss and just play for the rest of the, the season because that's what they're going to say. We're getting better. We're making progress. And that's the best case scenario for this young team, isn't it? It,
1: it really is. Um, and I think I've said this in previous years, a lot on Spurs saying, you know what, um, they're going to play the young guys. It'll be fun to see. But if they're taking L's, hopefully they're at least competitive L's to see who belongs and um, what they need to do, you know, to get better. Whether that's making a trade. Swing for the fences and free agency, uh, you know, being bold somehow. So, you know, we talked about this on another episode, Jeff. Vegas has them, what, at 28 wins? I know a lot of fans were like, oh, I'm betting the over. You know, Spurs are definitely going to beat that. But now that I think after five games and, yes, very small sample size, things could change. But it's kind of looking like Vegas may have been right.
0: I, I still got them at the over. I still get, I think they get a little over than the projected 28, 29 wins, whatever it was, but the losing streak, you know, you know, obviously ultimately the, you know, the losses are mounting. DeJounte Murray had a triple double recently and he was even like, I don't want to talk about it because this team got the the loss. Do you think Spurs fans are worried about this, this very young team, getting you know deflated getting disen- getting discouraged as the season goes on as if these losses start mounting
1: oh uh, yeah i think that's definitely a concern because yeah these guys are coming out every night with all this energy and effort and that is something that i think everybody loves to see whether you're um, a skeptic or a pessimist or somebody that's extremely optimistic um any segment of Spurs fans right now everyone can at least agree that the effort and energy has been wonderful to see you know these guys are really trying their asses off and as a fan uh, that's really all you can ask for is effort because i know in previous years um, with some of these older vets it looked like there was a lack of effort at times maybe it was just a lack of energy i don't know but to see these guys try you know it's it's refreshing but it's also heartbreaking because like you said jeff there is that possibility they could get deflated. Uh, you know, you come out every night swinging, uh, and if the losses continue to just pile on, I mean, it's just human nature, man. That that optimistic energy and all that effort, it, it would it wouldn't surprise me if their play declined because the L's are racking up. I mean, I'm not trying to say I have a crystal ball. I mean, maybe they're still going to be having fun. Who knows with this group? Uh, They've definitely got a scrappy attitude, but it definitely is a legitimate concern. Are these guys going to be able to keep their chin up and take the punches like Rocky said and keep moving forward?
0: I I look at this very young Spurs team and uh, I like what I see as far as the future, whether that be short-term or long-term. And and I I think... You know, first of all, their schedule is going to get a lot easier after this uh, hell week um, that they have. It's not over yet. You know, they go, mentioned the Bucks, Then they got to play the Dallas Mavericks again. They got maybe a break with the Pacers in between, but, uh, you know, that could be an L2. Zach, let's just look forward. Okay, they, making this up. You know, after this uh, murderers rose over, they play the Kings or the Thunder, and they get a loss versus that type of quality team you think then Spurs fans would hit the panic button a bit?
1: Oh, yeah, I think definitely. And and I could see it. I mean, look, the Thunder beat the Lakers the other night and the Spurs lost to the Lakers. So, I mean, anything is possible in the NBA. So, um, we could very easily be staring at 1-7, 1-8. Um, so, I, I think you already have some fans that are panicking, but then you're going to have some more that are just – You know, throwing their hands up saying, well, let's just start, you know, looking at these college kids' tapes and seeing who we're going to take early on in the draft and pray that Pop doesn't send them to Austin. So I think you're going to have some of that if they keep taking those L's. You
0: you know, I'm surprised we haven't seen the the drum beating for tanking yet from Spurs fans. I've seen um, some subtle,
1: uh, I don't want to say, Uh, some drum beats, but just some subtle hints of folks saying, hey, Paolo Banchero, Chet Holmgren, let's look at the bright side, maybe. Um, But I haven't actually seen anybody saying we need to full-on tank yet. I mean, who knows? I may have just not be following that person or group of people, but I haven't seen the, hey, let's tank for sure. It's tank season sort of thing, but
0: it's too early for that,
1: by the way. Yeah, no, I mean, anything can happen, anything can change. I mean, if I wanted to just add in one bright spot, and this and this may surprise you, Jeff, because you know I've been very, very critical of Yaka Pertle. I've really just, I've probably crapped him the guy more than he really should have deserved. He, pro- he, he seems like a good guy, and I apologize, Yak, if you're listening, you've proven me wrong because he has shown me that he is a decent starting center in the NBA. I know in previous years, fans were always like, he's the number two best center in the league, blah, blah, blah. But I wanted to see more offensively from the guy. And I got to tell you, Jeff, after these five games, he's averaging almost 16 points a game and 11 rebounds. I mean, I'll take that, I mean, man.
0: He, he's he's perhaps one or two the of the first yes, right best now. player, yeah. right? Yeah. It's him the and Yach Lonnie right now. might be the now. best
1: player on the team.
0: Yeah. It's him. I mean, in my opinion, it's him, Lonnie and DeJounte, because where's yeah. Derek been? I mean, Derek's been MIA. my kind of hitting a little bit of a wall lately. And, um, you know, Trey Jones being Trey Jones, Devin Vassell. Also I put him on the list of one of the, the better individual players this year. But yeah, I mean, Yak might be the best Spurs player right now on the roster. I thought I'd never see that. Uh, so
1: Jeff, if you, if you would have told me this summer, hey Zach, Yak, he's going to be after like five games the Spurs' best player, I would have bet you any amount of money in the world that you were going to be wrong, and I'd be owing you a lot of money right now because I I don't even think Stevie Wonder saw that coming. But um, again, I'm I'm just been very impressed with Yak. Um, offensively and defensively. Um, my biggest disappointment, though, is I, I don't understand Pop continuing to roll out Drew Eubanks, who's undersized to play center behind Yak, when you just signed Jock Landale, the Aussie from down under, who can quote unquote shoot the piss out of it from, from three and has size. I don't know why when Yakup Yach, goes to the bench why Jack Landale isn't getting those backup minutes, Jeff. Are you and really
0: surprised, though? Because he's a rookie. Remember that.
1: But he's kind of like an old rookie, isn't he? Like 26, 27, like he's been around.
0: Yeah, yeah, He he's he's definitely been around. and um, But, uh, you know, if anything, I thought, you, you know, he, he would get some burn because of the Spurs' iffy uh, big man depth. It's not really that great. After Jakob, it just plummets. It well, goes well, to Drew and good. then to yeah. Jock. Uh, uh, yeah, and Thad Young, who's not getting burner right now. I mean, we all know he's probably going to get waived or traded very soon at this rate. But, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Jock's um, been the uh, bright spot, Devin, Lonnie, and to a certain degree, DeJounte. Uh, but, see, individually, they got good individual players. It's just something that's not coming around collectively, Zach.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, Jeff, I'm looking at the Spurs app right now, and we've got, Keldon Johnson averaging 16.6. You got Doug McDermott, 11 and a half. DeJounte Murray, 16.8. Yach Pertle, 15.6. Devin Bissell, 11. Lonnie Walker, 15. And Derek White, 12. I mean, that's seven guys that are averaging double figures right now. And I think that kind of goes into what Pop said earlier this offseason. Of, we don't have an alpha. We've just got a bunch of guys um, that are hungry and can just go out on any given night. And it kind of looks somewhat true. They do have just a bunch of guys, and, um, you know, they've got seven dudes averaging double figures. That's, that's pretty impressive. I think, at least for me, Jeff, from what I've noticed, when they move the ball well, um, good things happen. You know, of course, the beautiful game, right? We all want to see that again. But I think what what ends up happening is, some of these guys get in that hero ball mode where it's, you know, ISO and, hey, just let me take an outside shot without passing the ball. And I think that's what happened a lot in that Mavericks game. There wasn't enough ball movement and just really sad offense to watch.
0: So in, in summation, what would you say the state of the Spurs fan base is right now? I, I would just
1: say one word concerned.
0: Interesting. Concerned. I actually was anticipating yeah. you to say something like, you know, uh, indifferent.
1: That could be it too. Concerned dash indifferent. I don't think anybody's really, um, jump ship yet. Are you there? Are you personally a jumping ship? No, man, I'm, I'm not going to jump ship. I mean, I've, I've been on the ship too long, man. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I I look at it this way. If the Ls keep stacking up, um, you know, they're going to hopefully get a good player in the draft that can be a difference maker. And if they start stacking Ws, then we've got a really young team all under contract that are going to be exciting to root for for years to come. So uh, it's a win-win in my book.
0: I'm with you right there with you. If, if for some reason they get it together and make a playoff push again great, it's a good success. It's a great story, you know, for Popovich, if he is going to punch his ticket and call it a career, you know, you know, he took a all-star less team to the, to the playoffs. What a way for him to go out. Uh, But it also, the other hand too is, Hey, you know, wouldn't mind having a top 10 pick there, Zach, huh? That'd be nice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Tankathon has the Spurs at number two right now, um, if the draft were to start. So, um, so again, you just gotta look at it from both sides of the coin, man. Um, and then you got your buddy Bryn Forbes. You know, he's trying to be Ed Monix from Semi Pro right now, trying to show his uh, his championship experience to help these guys out. So we'll see how that goes.
0: I never thought we'd get an Ed Monix reference on Locked On Spurs. And didn't didn't Monix also show off his championship ring too in the in the bus ride to uh, I think they are on he a did, road didn't. date? Yeah, he showed he, it he off, did. and then he got called out for it.
1: Yeah, they said he didn't do anything. Which you know what, Bryn Forbes actually did have his moments for the Bucks. Let's not you know rain on his parade. Um, you know he still shot a decent percentage from three. That's why he got brought back to the team, and to his credit. Uh, he started off a little rough against the Mavs, but what he had like fifteen, sixteen points, had about four or five three pointers. Oh, he, he had a
0: rough start to the regular season. He didn't. He went scoreless for like about ten, eleven NBA quarters. Yeah,
1: that was that was bad. But you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe he got the monkey off his back because I mean, come on, Bryn knows he was brought back to hit threes. So if he's not doing that, then he knows, just like the rest of us know really shouldn't be out there if he's not hitting those threes because it's not giving you much defensively. So um, it's, it's three point uh, barrage or bust with Mr. Forbes.
0: Hey, 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 you know, by the time we were listening to the lockdown Spurs, he's already picked up his championship ring. So he, he has some hardware now to his uh, collection there, but Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about the seat of the Spurs fan base when it comes to Primo and the G League? And the losing streak, you know. Again, hopefully by the time you see this episode of Lockdown Spurs, they beat the Bucks in Milwaukee on the night where Bryn Forbes is getting his ring. Maybe that juices him up, uh, Zach. But if they picked up another loss, well, it should not be a shock. But we definitely want to hear from you, Zach. How can they chat with you?
1: Yeah, uh, you can follow me at uh, Get Back Zach. Get. Back, Zach Zak, You can follow me
0: on Twitter. That sounds so familiar, like from a movie. Get back.
1: Well, I, it, you know,
0: it was kind of just a little um, tongue
1: in cheek kind of joke because I know you were, you know, texting me saying, hey, man, you know, there's a couple of people that are asking for you to come back to Twitter. And I said, oh, let's just do it. Get Back Zach. Like, you know, I'm back. So
0: I just thought it'd be funny. So we start clapping now that you're back. <laughs> yeah, he's back, baby He's back um, I, I know, but, but
1: you were always sending me information So I didn't feel like I was completely Left out of the loop But but anywho no, It's, it's good to be back And again, I love that our fan base Is so passionate, Jeff Even though uh, folks will passionately uh, Disagree And sometimes even get too personal At the end of the day It just shows that everybody Really loves this and ultimately, you look past all the BS. It's a beautiful thing that so many people are this passionate about the silver and black. So,
0: couldn't think of a better way to end this episode of Lockdown Spurs other than to subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. And we thank you again for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. And you know what? I guess uh, go check out Locked On uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Locked On Bucks crew. Let's see what they had to say about. The uh, Saturday game uh, against your Silver and Black. So for Zach Escamilla, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lot on this fan episode of Lock on Spurs.